Welcome back. This is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. And on today's show, one of my favorite activities to bring on real estate investment coaches like myself, who can give you another insight on getting started in real estate investing. Today, I have Chris Prefontaine, who's going to give us some great tips, tricks, and some freebies on you getting started in real estate investing. Let's check out the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host, Donnie Corum, and this is the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast, where we discuss my five-tip strategy for finding, figuring, funding, fixing, and flipping real estate deals right there in your local market. As I mentioned, I just love getting other experts' advice on this show. I understand that the more insight you can get about starting your real estate investment career, the more prepared you'll be to do your first deal with a minimum profit with me of $25,000 or more. On today's show, I am super excited to bring on Chris Prefontaine from Smart Real Estate Coach. Let's get him on the show, Chris. How the heck are you, buddy? How's life? I'm doing awesome. And I, how can I not be with that energy you got going on? This is great. I love it, man. I appreciate you coming on the show today. Let's start with a little background. You got a thick Nor'easter accent going there. You need to tell me, where, where the heck are you from? Yeah, I'm in Rhode Island now. I grew up in Massachusetts and um, settled here like in 08. So I've been here for a bit in Rhode Island, Newport, Rhode Island. Love it. Love it. So you've obviously, you're a real estate coach with smartrealestatecoach.com. Tell me a little bit more about your program, how long you've been coaching. Just a little bit of overview and background about you and your coaching program, please. Yeah, 10,000 foot view, Donnie, and you can peel it back. I've been at this 32 years this year, actually, and I've been doing deals in the trenches. We still are. When I say we, it's a family company, my son, son in law, and a great team. And then we started coaching this niche of creative real estate back in 2012 ish and been going strong since then. When I say coaching, a big distinction we actually coach, sure, we consult, sure, but we do deals with students in the trenches. Because I just think, and I'm sure you agree, when people go out and learn or they see a course or they go to a seminar, and they go out in the real world. Now all the pivots have to happen. And sometimes it's tough. So we do deals with them in the field. I love that. And that's, this is so important because there's a lot of mentors out there, Chris, as you well know, who are charging for their knowledge, their expertise, their advice, but nobody's actually getting any deals done. So I love that you've got a program that's really focused on getting results in the real estate market. Obviously, with the amount of experience you have in the game, you've done quite a few deals. Any idea how many deals you've done personally? Over the years, you know, we at the event, I started combining my ideas with the with the students at the event. We announced, I'd say the event, this is in March of 23. We surpassed a thousand deals wow. in the creative community. But I don't know. I mean, way past 100 million in, in my career. Right. I was a broker, then a builder, then then investor. So. There's a lot of deals there in different niches. Sure. Sounds like you wore a lot of hats in the real estate industry. Coaching now is awesome. But did you have a favorite? Was there a favorite part of your real estate career that you would look back fondly on? Uh, that's a cool question. I, I think now this run after the crash, frankly, sure. because after the crash, we readjusted everything to not use banks and not put ourselves out there on loans and things like that. So I love this niche. It's the least stressful. It's the most sort of recession 
hedge. I'll, I'll never say proof, right. but <laughs> That's right. we have built in. So it's pretty cool. I love that. I love that. So everybody's following basically the same process. It, it sounds like with your students, you're really focused on the buy and hold strategy or sorry, your associates as you refer to them because you're partnering up with deals, you're profit sharing with them. So they're basically business associates. How do you guys locate your deals? Because we really talk about my five-part strategy, which is finding, figuring, funding, fixing, and flipping. I would love to hear kind of going through that with your associates. How do you guys start by finding those deals? Where do you go to get your deals now? Yeah, the find is maybe not too different than yours, and I, I don't know specifically, but we go through expired listings. We go through FISBO listings for sale by owners, if you're a new listener. We go through for rent by owner, and then if someone's area is sort of, I won't say saturated, but they go through all their leads and they want more. They got more aggressive goals. Then we'll start going to what I call niche uh, lists. I love, for example, free and clear, no mortgage, and out-of-state owners, absentee. So because we can structure some cool owner financing deals, we do that with principal-only payments. So those are awesome deals. But there's all kinds of niche lists, but that's what we do. Yeah, I love that principal only payment thing. I mean, the idea of buying a house, taking you're not even getting financing on it, and you have a 0% interest rate on it, so every dollar you apply towards it is paying down the principal. I can't think of a better way to build wealth. How many of those deals do you think you've done? That's a, That's got to be a tough one to find, right? Yeah, I wish that was several per month. Right. It's not. <laughs> we do several per year, um, us as a family company, and then the students will find, depending on their goals, if there's someone that does 12 days a year, they might do uh, maybe one, two, or three of these out of the 12. Sure. Um, just depends on the area. Yeah, those are cool deals. Those are great deals. I mean, I, I've only done one. It was many years ago, and we ended up selling it later on. But, you know, pure equity, right? Every payment you're making towards this is paying down your principal. What an incredible opportunity. So you're scrubbing through lists. It sounds like you've got some data lists. Do you have a favorite source of data where you'll get those lists to start, I assume, calling them, mailing them? How do you contact those leads as they come in? Yeah, we use my plus leads right now for the base leads, and then we'll buy lists or get lists from one of our CRMs, whether it be REI or FreedomSoft. So um, as far as who, who goes to them and how we go to them, VAs, virtual assistants, we have some amazing ones that have been trained. One's been with us since 2012. Like He knows the creative real estate, and it's different, right? It's different script. So they call it, and then they sort of give us the cream that rises to the top, people that are somewhat open to not needing their equity today and doing terms, creative financing. Because you'd be surprised. I'll give you a quick stat. On the on the free and clear we talked about, the four metrics. If you can get a, a property for at least a four-year term, not hard, 48 months, and the sales price or the purchase price you bought it for is about 200 or higher, and you structure monthly payments of 900 or more principal only, our three-payday system, you're over six figures in four years with a three-payday. So that's a slam dunk. Yeah, that, that's absolutely amazing. So we're finding deals going through great, powerful lists, obviously investing in data because a lot of people, you know, they, they, they have to get that mindset switch to all of this requires some investment in something. Sometimes it's the property, but in your case, you're investing in VAs and the data to call those. You found the deal. Now we're heading to the figure stage. Talk to me a little bit about your analysis process. Do you use a tool for deal analysis? How do you determine if it's a deal? Yeah, as far as a deal, I go by motivation. If I, you know, to keep it simple, motivation. Why are they selling? So here's a simple script: Where where are you going if it sells? Uh, by when do you need to be there? And what if it doesn't? And the what if it doesn't tells us if they're motivated, right? What if it doesn't? Well, I'll stick around. Okay, motivation is not there. 
What if it doesn't? Well, I got to do something. I got a job transfer or something. Like the motivation is entirely what we look for before we structure. That's amazing. So we're, we're hunting down motivation. We figured out that they are motivated. Obviously, we're now running the numbers. I mean, if you're doing a, if you're doing a creative finance deal, it's pretty much all either cash flow or equity or profit, right? You're not really looking, you're not looking at the same flip back end that my clients are mostly focused on in that first deal, but rather the long term buy and hold. How long should the clients hold the property? Are these just, a creative finance, takeover payments, keep it for life? Or is there an exit strategy in, in your mind when they get it? Most of them are going to, especially if you're new, they're going to exit with a rent to own program. And I know a lot of people teach rent to own. Frankly, I think they teach it incorrectly. Okay. We, my son, Nick handles the buyer side of this and we make sure we put them through a grueling underwriting. So if they come in, they're a buyer, a true buyer. They just can't get a loan yet, whether it's death, divorce, credit, right? COVID. They truly can buy. They just need time yep. or they start their own business and they need time to have seasoning. That's who we put into the, these homes. So they are not a buying hole forever. They're usually two to five. You can be longer term. Okay. And that's the base model, Donnie. But of course, once someone gets three, four or five properties under their belt, I'll teach them what we call wealth stacking, which means they can keep some of these long term. They can own a finance and there's all kinds of things you can do. But the base model to get the cash flowing with the three paydays is a rent to own exit. I love that. I love that. And I, I love the three payday model. Well, what are those three paydays? Do you mind d diving into that a little bit more? Yeah, real briefly. Remember, they're a buyer. So they're going to come with a down payment, payday one. They're not getting that house without skin in the game. Number two, there's a spread between what I'm going to be paying the seller or paying the underlying debt that's existing on that property and what I'm getting from my tenant buyer. That delta is ours. And it's 300, 300 to 800 a property typically in a given month per property. And then payday three is really cool. Payday three is all of the principal pay down, like you and I talked about, especially free and clear. But even if there's an underlying existing mortgage, all of that plus the markup. So the longer these terms go, you're, you're typically driving that payday three very, very high. I love that. I love that. And, and to be able to be at six figures in, in your program within, you're talking three years, three to four years, you're hoping to get people to that point? They need four years if they're going to do that one owner financing deal, free and clear, that they can get six figures out of. Everybody's goals are different. I have people in my community that say, "I two deals a year are fine, Chris. And I have others that say, no, I 20 deals, I want a full time. So it just depends. But they can get to that in that one deal, sure, once they get skills up. That's amazing. That's amazing. So phase three in my program and probably in yours, you got to figure out how you're going to pay for this. In the creative finance space, a lot of the teaching is taking over the mortgages on the existing property. And what comes up inevitably when I'm telling my students about that is this whole do on sale clause, the, the boogeyman yeah. in the closet. It, yeah. Talk to me about that, man, because people are so afraid of that. It's never actually happened to me. And I, I don't know if anybody's actually happened to, but we know it could happen. How do you yeah. mitigate the risk of that do on sale? sale clause that so many people are afraid of when they're doing creative finance? Yeah, I'm only chuckling because it is the biggest question everybody's afraid of. But right. here's the thing. Uh, first of all, banks don't want your property. They want That's you right. to pay the bill. So pay the bill on time. Second, have an attorney that has done, that does these, like thousands of these. And here's why I say quick story. I had a student in Jersey. He went to Israel for a trip and he said, can you handle this for me while I'm gone? I called four attorneys, four in a row, who said, nope, can't do that. And I knew it's just because I hadn't done it. And then I found one that does this in 32 states. And they wow. said, of course we can do it. They had to close in like seven days. So you just need the right person that backing you to do this. And I'm not an attorney or an accountant, so please don't take this as advice. But sure. I'll tell you that that's the route you got to go. It took us years to get 
that particular attorney and title company knows how to do these. Absolutely. And it comes down to your team, right? And a lot of people were getting into coaching. I think that's one of the big value adds we can offer as coaches is we have that team already, right? A lot of times you're out there looking, you're scrambling to find, you know, your funding source, your construction crews, all those pieces. Whereas by working with somebody like us, you're getting those resources right out of the gate. Uh, let's move to the next phase because we, we found the deal using your list. We've done some analysis. In your case, we're funding it using the existing underlying mortgage, which I absolutely love. There's got to be some repairs needed though, right? People aren't just handing you perfect houses. Who's doing the work? How do you find the contractors? What is the process for getting those houses to rentable condition? Again, sort of like the last answers, there's always exceptions, but with the rent home, we take them as is. We inspect them first, but we take them as is if we like what we see. And then we pass the exact same condition on to the tenant buyer and they know that. So even things like septic or paint or roof, if that's a major headache, then we make sure that that's built into the agreement with the buyer. So who do you usually attract with that? We typically will attract someone like a, a handyman, a builder. And frankly, a lot of these people in that trade aren't bankable today and they need or want the rental, which I think is really cool. So we pass them on in almost every case, Tony. That's amazing. So people are not only taking over payment, you're taking over payments of the property, but then you're selling it to them in as is condition. If it needs a little bit of fix up work, in a way you're doing them a favor because as you mentioned, they weren't bankable before. So you're putting them into a house that they couldn't have financed on their own and as is condition, allowing them to kind of build the sweat equity if necessary as needed on the property. I mean, people give investors a bad rap, but it sounds like you're really helping people. I and mean, that's kind of a big deal. I think you, you nailed it. And a lot of uh, hosts have been said that to me before because our students say it. They go, wow, this is pretty cool. We got a buyer that needs help. We got a seller that needs help. It's a healthy relationship. When my son joined me in 2015, I think it was, he was a realtor. And he said, wow, what a difference. You know, you don't have the, the battle back and forth. Everybody's in it to win. Three-way win. Everybody's happy. I love that. I love that. So finally, we're at the exit strategy. And in your case, most of your clients are looking to keep this to build long-term rental passive income, which is awesome. The future retirement, that's what thats what everybody's going is for that financial freedom ultimately. What, you mentioned the exit strategy a little bit, three to five years down the road typically. How many properties should someone target in, in your program or in general do you think? Obviously, it's based on their income needs, but do you have a number in mind of number of properties people should be working towards? to get that passive income stability? It's definitely their goals, Donnie. You know, we, we do what we call a strategy session with them. We have people fly in our office and we do it. But if, if someone's aggressive, then I'm going to show them a sort of the metrics to get to one a month. And when you talk about one a month, just so the listeners put something in their head with this uh, for context, our three paydays range around the country, like a low of 45,000, all three paydays to a high of 250,000 and up. And we're in the lower end in New England. We're like 75-ish per deal. But so when I say that many per per year, that's a lot of deals per year that someone can get after. That's why they don't they don't all need that many, but some are aggressively going at it. Totally personalized with that. I love that. And you actually mentioned you got a, a book that uh, people are able to get for free. This is an actual book, not a digital copy, but real estate on your terms. And that, that sounds like exactly what you're describing there, right? The first step is really defining what your goals are as an investor. And I assume the book's going to dive into that in great detail. Tell me a little bit more about the book. What's in there? What can they expect to find in the content of that? Yeah, it starts off with my story of the 08 crash. I think it's a good context for everybody to understand what we've gone through to be able to pivot and learn. So you don't have to. Sort of like you said, hey, I got my dream team. You don't have to go recreate that again. And then it goes A through Z. I'm not saying the book is read the book, go make a million. That's not it at all. But it, it'll expose you to 
A through Z, what we do, sort of your five Fs, going through that whole process, but inside of our niche. I love that. And they can get that book by heading out to wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash Donnie. So that's a free copy of a actual paper book, guys. So please take advantage of that. What an incredible opportunity to get some advice from a top-notch player. So many years of experience, so many thousands of deals down, and you're getting a book, some information on that for absolute free. Obviously, we're both coaches, Chris, and you've been at this game significantly longer than I have. People are always looking for that guidance and assistance, but how should they select a coach where, where where would you what would you recommend somebody looking for somebody to help them through their first couple of deals how would you find them how do you how do you want to be identified as a coach yeah yeah thank you so um i would say this i don't care what niche in real estate you're going to go ahead and chase down pick one that you can relate to like donnie said oh it sounds like that's a win-win okay well that might be for you there might be uh someone in land flipping that likes to sit behind the computer that might be for you whatever the niche is pick the niche first Yes. And that's why we give free stuff. Is it is it for you? If it's not, it's okay. The second one is then find someone in your niche that's doing what you want to accomplish and still doing it. Not did it 20 years ago, right. 25 years ago, current, or you're going to get yourself in trouble. And when I say doing what you do, I mean personally too, guys. I'm not talking about someone that went out and created a great business and messed up their life because of it. I'm talking about <laughs> something that you can relate to in every way. And then third, this is a toughie. Put the blinders on because there are so many cool niches in real estate. Put the blinders on for three to seven years and go at it. If you do those three steps, you'll have a good experience. And I, as I shared with you, Donnie, off air, when I used to say three-year commitment for our community, I, it's not that it'll take you three years to do a deal. Our average time to a deal now is like 158 days. Right. People do it in longer and short. The issue is if you have that mindset, I'm going at it for three years. When the curveballs come, you won't quit. That's right. And so it's not a dip your toe in. It's I love I'm that. doing this and I'm going at it. Now, that is so amazing because obviously everybody who hops into coaching or invests in what we offer wants that instant success story, right? And, and, and to your point, I usually find my clients deals in about 30 to 60 days, but one deal, no matter how great the deal is, is not going to change your life. I mean, am I right about that? The idea of learning this process and figuring this out over the next three to seven years is what's going to take you from a neophyte investor to the expertise level that you can offer to your associates with your program. I, I just, I love what you're doing out there. So let's recap a little bit because we, we talked about a lot of stuff here. Obviously, you can hop out and go get the book at wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash Donnie. What else would you like to share with the general population about your program, about real estate investing at large? Give, give us some mindset tips, Chris. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you one because it's current in the market and remember matter when this airs and that is don't wait for cycles like don't i hear people saying all the time even friends well i'm gonna wait till it tops out i'm gonna wait till it bottoms out i'm gonna try that that's not here when you understand creative real estate and you know how to pivot in any market it's not can i do deals all the time you can up market down market and sideways that's what how i created this after the crash it's more of you getting to know all the skill sets that takes time to donnie's point but once you do, you can operate in any market, any market. And that should make you feel super comfortable, especially when you're not going on any bank debt or anything else in the meantime. And then make sure you're doing something with someone that's interactive, like Donnie and I discussed, so that you, when the pivots come, you're okay. You lean on someone's shoulder and you know you can get through that deal. Yeah, I love that. You know, we were so focused on flipping um, and, and, and doing very well in the 19 to 20 era. We did 40 fix and flips in 2020, 47 in 2021. I was on fire, right, Chris? I mean, I was loving life at the moment, but then the inevitable pivot came. And, yep. um, you know, we had that big shift in 2022. Obviously, you went through that as well. And, and I realized that we definitely needed to have multiple different strategies going, which is where we really implemented the coaching part that I'm doing now, and then more buy and hold 
hold strategies for the future. But yeah, that's that, it's a great point that you're not waiting for a certain market. You're adapting to the market that you're in right there at that moment, right? 100%. What have you seen out there? And I don't want to, you know, trounce on our industry, but what have you seen out there that people should be wary of in the coaching industry? What what have you seen that you would recommend people avoid? Uh, Avoid the opposite of what I said. Avoid the person that's been in the business since, you know, say, whatever, since COVID. Some of them are coaching, but but even since the crash, like just be careful. Just do the due diligence steps on those three things I said, because when you do that, you're fine. I think earlier in the show, you said, Something about how could they find them? And I didn't answer that. Let's look, it's real simple after you would identify what we said. Um, reach out to them. I, you know, I, most of the people I uh, meet, I either meet on a podcast like this or I meet by reading their book and literally reaching out and saying, hey, your book was awesome. I want to chat with you. And if you do that, you'll find your coaches once you find the niche you're in. Go ahead and hone in on someone that you really can relate to. They'll, they'll answer you. You can have conversations of, I'll answer you. If you want to chat, I'll answer you. Donnie will answer you. That's how it works. Yes. And you need that. You need that. The, the whole idea of getting coaching or advice is because you need that handhold or you need answers. But I think you need those answers in a a useful setting, right? We don't we don't want to practice theory. There's too much theory out there on right. YouTube and et cetera. The idea that you're actually walking students through deals and partnering up with them on deals is so awesome. I absolutely love that model. And kudos to you for continuing that for as long as I appreciate it. Um, I guess let's wrap it up a little bit, Chris. How can people get in touch with you? What's the best way to contact you to learn more about your program, get that free book, and start walking down the road learning more about getting started in real estate investing with you? Uh, that book will connect them with us because they'll see that they'll see our connection on the um, on the sign on the sign up sheet when they put their address in. But they can also get a free class. We mentioned earlier, I think uh, smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash masters class. So if you can deal with my New England accent for another hour. You can go through that free class and, and you'll find ways to get us that way too. I love that. And I, I really think people should reach out and don't forget you can get a free copy of your book, Real Estate on Your Terms, absolutely free just for heading out there and signing up on that link that we published uh, that, that you can get that book and, and get some more information to decide where to go from there. Any parting thoughts, Chris? Well, what else can we share with the people before we wrap this up today? Uh, just know you can do it. And Don, you said three times, it's not a get rich quick. So know that and know that you can do it once you put your mind to it, but don't try it because you won't have success if you try it. You got to commit and be serious about it. I love that. That is totally great advice. Guys, the market is changing right before our eyes. We're currently in a shift, but as Chris alluded to, you adapt to whatever's happening in the market. You're not waiting for the next market shift to decide. And as he mentioned, getting into the game right now is absolutely critical. Obviously, I would love to be your real estate coach, but there's lots of options out there, and I want to bring the best in class right here on the show so you get introductions to other options and really determine who you resonate best with, who can get you your desired goals in real estate investing. With that, that's all I got for today, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show, Chris. Super excited to come out on your show someday and hopefully- uh, Absolutely, we'll get it done. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. With that, guys, I really appreciate you tuning into the show each and every single week here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. Chris, thank you once again for being on the show. I hope we can have you on again down the road as your business progresses. And with that, we're going to close the show with that. This is Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, thanking you so much for being here yet again and reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.